Welcome back to your best year starts. He, Welcome back to your best year starts now. Started by Nigel Risner, who's a bit more professional than Neil Martin today. Only he got the name wrong. <laughs> Only he got the name wrong. It's not now, it's here. So we, we both here. screwed up. We both screwed up. But anyway, welcome back to your best year starts here. And um, at the end of the last episode, we were talking about, you know, being proud of the stuff you do putting stuff out that you're willing to put your name on rather than doing stuff just for the sake of doing it. But we were also talking about when you make a commitment, like sticking to that commitment and being committed to yourself and the things you say you're going to do and the way that technology makes that so much easier than it ever was in the past. You know, I mean, we are in different countries, thousands of miles apart. Um, go back even 10, 15 years we could not be recording this in the way that we are right now. The technology to do it just did not exist. And the world has become a smaller and smaller and smaller place. And I'm blessed to, you know, and and you as well, Nigel, you know, we're both blessed that a lot of what we do, if we've got access to a phone and a laptop, or maybe even just a phone, it actually doesn't matter where in the world we are to do it. So what we're really saying then is that phrase, there are no more excuses. There's either reasons or results. So 100%. the result we want to create is a podcast for our thousands of listeners to get our messages, sometimes a little bit silly messages, but they hear our messages. And there's no reason why we can't do it. And if you think today of what the total cost of our equipment for this particular session is, it's either 20 quid a month if you rent your iPhone or you want to pay it if, you, if you're on a contract, or it's about 400 pounds and you've got it for two years or three years. So the cost today of producing quality material is very, very small if you want to do this type of work. Now, I find it strange that I do a LinkedIn post at least once a week that will have anything between fifteen and 50,000 views. My Facebook stuff does whatever it does. And between us, if you think about the messages we put out and you think of what the actual cost is for us to do it, it's probably under £10 a month. Yeah, we, we've reached, I mean, between us, in fact, even just me, you know, we've reached millions of people online for very, very little money. I mean, the, the very first blog I ever launched, I, I rephrase that, the very first successful blog that I launched, because there were a couple of like false starts, but the first successful blog that I launched reached over a million people in a year and a half without spending a penny on ads using a free uh, piece of software, open source piece of software. So it basically costs nothing to get a message in front of a million people. So here's the question for everyone who's listening. What excuses have you told yourself that you can't do certain things? Now, I'm going to do a hands-up admission here. I think I'm quite good at LinkedIn. I think I'm quite good at Facebook, and I've now got a new Facebook group because I've nearly reached my limit of friends. I didn't even know I had that many friends, I, but apparently <laughs> I have. Um, my mother thinks I've only got five, but apparently I've got a few more. I think I've got my handle on Twitter. I haven't got my head around Instagram, but I'm letting everyone know my children bought me a present of a phenomenal Instagram trainer. And at 57, next week, I'm going on a lesson on how to use Instagram. Fantastic. Because Instagram 
has a different reach and has different facilities. And at 57, and I'm 58 this year, I'm embarrassed to share, because um, I think I'm only 37, and the type of monkey I am, I still act that way. But at 57, 58, I'm still young enough to learn new technology, and I'm told it will have a different reach than yeah. my LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. So why have I delayed it? And I think I'm going to own up by saying, I thought it was enough doing what I did until someone told me, but people would love to see where you're staying. They'd love to see some of your venues and you could do some cool stories. Yeah. And then I go, but I do that already. And then someone said, but the technology will show different things and you can create stories and you can do, I don't know, but I'm, I'm now thinking what the word is. When you take a picture, boomerang. Uh-huh. And, you can do, and, and now I'm acting like I'm, I'm like a, my father now. I, all this boomerang. <laughs> yeah. But there's some really clever technology you can use for very little money, if not for free. So yeah. I don't. I I I bought my iPhone, so I don't have to pay any money for that. I'm, I you know I want a, a sim only contract. Yeah, I have a computer that I've already bought. I've yeah. got whatever I need. So why am I holding back on doing more technology? And I think the word is because sometimes I'm scared of the unknown. Uh-huh. And then I think, I wonder how many more hundreds of thousands of people I could reach if I allowed my limiting belief to stop me saying, I don't know technology. So for all the listeners, when Neil comes to my house and he brings 18, I mean, it's like 18 <laughs> lorries coming yeah. to my house, you hear this beep, beep. It fits, in the, it fits in the boot of a mini, Nigel. Come on. Yes, but to me, when we've done it the fourth visit, because we've got to have the stands, and then there's that deck, it all looks like a lot to me. And in my mind, I think you're an absolute technical wizard. I think you're second to God because of the level of technology you use. Now, you're going to be saying there are people you know that make you look like I look. Absolutely. And it's just a level of awareness and understanding that, the technology that's out there, someone just has to show you and you have to practice it and you won't get it right. And I mess up loads of times. But then last year I was in Greece and I did a podcast in the pool. Yep. Now, how bizarre. I know I shouldn't be holding a phone in a swimming <laughs> pool, whatever. And, I, and, you're, and for the viewers out there, I made sure my shoulders were under the water. But I thought this was amazing. I was in Greece. She was in America, and it just was mind-blowing. And I'm only now thinking about it. How cool is that? And it cost about 10p yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting you said about you finding Instagram, right? So um, uh, I don't know if I want to tell this story, but I've started, so I will. <laughs> I was in a car um, going out for dinner. Over, I was actually in Nashville a few days ago. And so I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, going out for dinner with some friends, and they've heard little stories about how I used to rap, okay? And the guy decides he wants to see whether I know this particular song and see how I react when it comes on. And so the whole thing's been staged, but I don't know this. And I get in his, he's got a, a gorgeous Jeep, a big white Jeep thing. We get in the Jeep and he turns the car on and this music starts and I'm, and I can't even resist it, right? It's a song called I'm Bad by LL Cool J. It came out in about 1986 and it's got, just as the lyrics start, it builds up and it goes like, oh, no rapper can rap quite like I can. And like, and I just couldn't, couldn't stop myself. Him and his wife were like, this is amazing. You need to be on TikTok. 
And I'm like, ah, now I know oh. about this. I know and I'm like, TikTok. oh, yeah, well, I, I, I kind of knew what TikTok was because my daughter likes watching stuff that's from TikTok. Yeah. And I'm like, I've, I've avoided it. I've avoided it. I've, I've and avoided how old your daughter? She's 11. And she's yeah, not actually TikTok, on, she, And she's not actually on TikTok because she's 11 and you're supposed to be 13 to get an account. But she keeps watching videos that have come from it, right? And um, But anyway, long, long story cut short, they persuade me that I probably should be doing little like old school rap videos on TikTok. So at the time we're recording this, I've only posted like two or three um, because it scares me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It scares me. And the reason no, see, it this scares is strange me, for me to hear you say that because I think you're the techno wizard and you've obviously got a TikTok account and an Instagram account and there's probably other accounts I've never even heard of. But, and for but, you to be scared, show it tells all the listeners that it's okay to be scared, but you've got to do something about it. Yeah, well, so there's two things. One, I don't really understand how the platform works yet, and I've got to learn that, right? I've got to learn how to actually get engagement, get followers, all of that. The principles that I've used for every other social media platform, most of them will translate across. It's just understanding the nuances. So I'm not massively worried about that. What I'm more worried about, this is like, this is a bit vulnerable and it's like a full confession thing is I don't let most people hear me rap. It's something because? I love doing. It's something I because? love doing, but it's because it's actually a deep seated fear of rejection back from when I was a kid and I used to rap at parties and things. And there was a time in the late eighties, early nineties where there were mixtapes flying around Southampton with my voice on and people would meet me and go, that's not you. And I'm like, no, it is me. They're like, no, it can't be you. You're white. And I'm like, and what difference does that make? But there was no Eminem back then. So yeah. back then, you know, it, it, I didn't fit the profile of the people making this kind of music. Okay, so can and, I ask you? Can and I've got all kinds favor. of abuse around it. So can I ask you a favor? For next week's episode, can we have a rap intro to your best oh, start here? I, I don't know about that. We'll see. Maybe. Well, no, no. I just think to all our, our listeners. We've kind of got one already. It's in the title music because I did make that, but it's very, very short. It's very I know, short. but I think we should go a little bit crazy. And I will I will post something on Instagram about your best year starts here. And then between the two of us, we'll have gone one stage further in dispelling some of the myths that either we're too young, too the wrong colour, the wrong race, the wrong creed, whatever, that anybody can do anything with a little bit of support. Yeah. And you, you'll have heard me use this quote before, you have to do it by yourself, you can't do it alone. So we need some support. We need someone to teach us a little bit. And for us kinesthetic learners, where we need to feel and touch and see things, so I, you know, I need someone to show me physically, yeah. stand by me, put my finger on the phone and say, press this button. And I'm getting better because I, I went on a LinkedIn course with a wonderful uh, woman called Kirsty Bonner, who's got 700,000 followers, who taught me some really clever stuff about algorithms. And all of a sudden, now my posts are reaching new heights. Yeah. In a way, we all need to find a mentor in our chosen subject, whether it's technology, whether it's sport, whether whatever. And every great sports star has a coach. And now I think we need to go to an eight-year-old or an 11-year-old who are much quicker and adept at TikTok, Instagram, whatever. And maybe that should be the challenge for anyone who's listening. What one new piece of technology could you use or find? Um, one, There's a... a, a, a a girl who has a machine within the Professional Speakers Association, and it's called Hey Mike. I've and seen you, it. Yeah, I've seen it. 
And it's a clever concept that you don't need a long wire when you're speaking on stage and it goes straight to your phone. It was invented by this girl, Julie. And it's very clever stuff. And I've always been a little bit scared to use it. And I don't know why. But then you'd be able to create more videos from the stage. You'd have more material. Yeah. So I think every view, every one of our listeners should, over the next couple of weeks, make a commitment to go a little bit 21st century and do something a bit technologically out of their comfort zones. So you're going to rap. Let me repeat that because the music came in at a very cool time. You're going to rap. I'm going to do an Instagram post. And let's see next week what the results are. And here's the other thing I'd say on that one. If you're listening to this or you've seen a video clip of this or whatever, um, and you've discovered some really, really cool new piece of technology, ideally if it's like an app for a phone, tell us about it. You know, leave us a comment or a message or something that tells us what the really, really cool thing you've discovered is, because it might benefit us and you know, the rest of our listeners too. And who knows, maybe we'll even do like an app special at some point where we'll talk about some apps you can use to help you have your best year yet. And that will be an episode run by Neil Martin on his own. <laughs> Bye-bye, okay, so, everyone. So, so we'll just call that one the one without Nigel, shall we? <laughs> yeah, the one week and I'm not available. <laughs> have a great week and I'll see you next week. Yes. Your best shit.